Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Office Save Disabled. I'm your host, Caleb Presenter. And this is me, Trevor King Thick. And we're doing another side episode, uh, because why not? Uh, and then, uh, then we'll do the main episode next time. But for now, we're going to talk about something that uh, I completely forgot we could talk about. But we can talk about it. We're talking about the elections. No, we're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're talking about... Uh, we're going to talk about Budokai Tenkaichi Fo. Mm. And uh, what we hope we'll get out of this. Uh, because I'm going to tell you right now. I got mixed feelings. I'm excited. At the same time, I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited, but I I feel like Bandai is going to find a way to screw it up. Oh, it's just given, given like the history of Dragon Ball games since... What was it sixth gen or something like that? I have no idea. I think sixth gen was like the PS3, Xbox 360, or was that seventh gen? I, don't I can't remember. remember. <laughs> but you know, the Xbox 360, PS3, Dragon Ball games, like since then, they they kind of been, eh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like I mean, really, the only like Fighters is probably the best one to come out recently. Raging Blast was a good series. Yes, Raging Blast was a good series, which was based off of Budokai Tenkaichi. Yeah. Just like how uh, Burst Limit was going to be like the new form of Budokai whenever it came out, but uh, they never they only made one Burst Limit. <laughs> but, uh, like, Fighters was good. Xenoverse 2 is honestly kind of mid, to be honest with you. Like, it was good when, back when we first started playing it, but, like, now it's just kind of like, meh. Yeah. It's like, it's not really something I can get excited for anymore. I'm so surprised that they're releasing content for it, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they're going to release content for that until, the, you know, I don't know when. Until the world ends, probably? I don't know. Until Akira <laughs> Toriyama dies. And then, I mean, Kakarot's okay. It gets real fucking boring real fast, though, just because the fact that, like, combat isn't really that fleshed out if you want to call it yeah it's it's pretty boring and basic i hate that i bought the game played probably and i'm not even exaggerating 45 minutes of it and just gave up i beat the whole thing it's 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 not really that interesting to be honest with you (laughs) i just couldn't get cutscenes look great uh everything else is kind of meh (laughs) <laughs> but hey, you can get that PS5 upgrade, homie. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying, and me and Caleb, I, I'm not sure if we've shared it on the podcast, but we have our difference of opinions on Dragon Ball games. I really don't want to play it unless it's really different, because, and I'm not. I'm, whenever I say really different, I'm not talking about. What was that stupid Dead by Daylight shit that they came out oh, with? Oh, Breakers? Breakers. Yeah. That's not what I mean by different. That's just awful, in my opinion. But, like, there's only, from from my experience, and, like, Raging Blast and uh, the earlier games have been able to do it well, where they just mix it up. Xenoverse did it pretty okay, in my opinion. It wasn't, like, you know, the, the next best thing to slice bread. Because, I mean, it's not like anything, like, crazy really happened. Well, I mean, like, they, they had a good system built for it, I'd like to think. Just because, like, the com- they had combos. 
Yeah. And you had multiple different ways of doing combos with every character, well, too. Well, I'm, I wasn't necessarily referring to the gameplay. I'm talking about, like, the overall, like, story to it. Oh. Because, I mean, now, granted, Raging Blast didn't even have a story, really. But, I mean... Yeah, Raging Blast 1 was just the... Like, basically, you just, like, clicked a saga, then clicked a fight, and that was about it. There's a little bit of talking, but other than that, it was just a fight. Yeah, but I... I really enjoy... Oh, excuse me. And Raging Blast 2 is literally just all fights. Yeah, but I, I really enjoyed how they threw in a wrench every now and then, and they had something that nobody really saw. You know, like Super Saiyan 3 Vegeta, or, yeah. you know, like Super Saiyan 3 Broly. Like, Xenoverse doesn't really have any of that, like, at all. I mean, yeah, they have their own, like, custom characters for the game and everything like that. And whenever I mean that, I don't mean, like, your created characters. I mean, like, 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 like what were they like? Like, Mira? Oh, those aren't even custom characters for Xenoverse. Oh yeah, it's from what Heroes, Heroes yeah. Yeah, but it, it's like new-ish to the to the Dragon Ball franchise. Yeah, but all they pretty much did was be like, let's do let, let's do Cell Saga, but Cell gets a power buff unexpectedly. Yeah, and just wipes everybody. I'm like, ooh, it's not it's not like they came out with like a new form for Cell. Or something like that, and you're like, I don't want to fuck with that. I mean, it's nothing like that. Kind of like what Raging Blast. Did I feel like they probably they couldn't have done that though, just because of the whole going through Shueisha and everything else like that, and everything, and trying. Yeah. To, and you have to get a write off from Toriyama and everything. Yeah, I just. And it's just like they could have done more with the altars to history thing, than just, oh hey, they showed up. No, they, and gave this, they gave this guy, like, some demon energy. Yeah. Fight him. Well, you're just, you're, you're, all you're doing is fighting through the story of Dragon Ball just with, like, very, very little things altered. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of like the whole thing with uh, Indiana Jones and the... Uh, God, what? Which fucking movie was it? Raiders of the Lost Ark. That movie would have panned out the exact same way if Indiana Jones wasn't there. It would have went the exact same way if Indiana Jones just did not even pursue. <laughs> it would have. And, and I know some of you are going to be like, you heard that from Big Bang Theory. Yes, I did. And I sat down and thought about it. And I was befuddled as Sheldon was about it. The movie would literally not be different in the slightest, really, if Indiana Jones didn't try to pursue it. It would have ended the exact same fucking way. It would have. But... But to me, that, that's how Dragon Ball games are. Yeah, They're, it's gonna do. It's gonna do the exact same fucking thing, whether there's really anything different or not. And I know you say you like to see Dragon Ball in different, like in different perspectives and cutscenes and graphical styles. To me, I've like I'm just like you. We have seen it a thousand fucking times. I'm just tired of seeing it. Yeah. Now, now, like, now, like, like with Budokai Tenkaichi Four, I, I kind of like those formats and everything, and like with Raging Blast. And everything, because to me, those are fine. I, I've never been big on the whole, you know, like, 2D plane fighter. That, that's just how I am. I've never really been big on those. And to have some kind of, like, arena or, like, creativity to where I can kind of actually feel like the character. Instead of it feeling like a fighting game. I, I, I like that a little bit more. And, you know, if they include, you know, fuck, however many characters they're planning on, which I assume is a lot... Because, I mean, that's kind of a staple of it at this yeah. point. I mean, to me, that would be different because, like, you get to explore some of those characters 
that really never got touched on in the yeah. anime. Like, like, yeah, King Vegeta has shining moments and everything. Well, like, whenever, whenever they're, uh, I can't really remember what happened, but all he did was, like, he pointed in a general direction, the fucking planet, like, blew up. I mean, like, that that's the most I've ever seen of him. Like, I don't know what else he can do. I don't know anything else. And, you know, whether... Or kind of like that shit what they did with UI Goku whenever he released for Xenoverse 2 before UI Goku was even a fucking thing. And, like, they gave him, like, those wacky moves and everything like that. They never did that bullshit. Never did in the anime. To me, I, I kind of like that. Well, that was mainly the problem with the fact that... Especially like, and the same thing with Goku Black. Yeah, because Xenoverse... I'm glad they stopped doing it now, even though I don't really care about the game anymore. But now, I don't know if you noticed... They're not releasing like movie DLC or anything until like that. after it's until after out. it's come out, which is what they should have done beforehand. Yeah, but they were trying to bank on fucking getting money from it. Then before they even knew anything about the characters' moves or anything, they just fucking made them and dropped them. Yeah, and it's like, oh hey, uh, and on top of that, that's bullshit, especially for the Broly movie. Yeah, it's like it's like, oh yeah, here's a Gogeta Blue DLC. Oh great, I hadn't seen the movie yet, fucker. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> not even out. <laughs> It's like, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of probably knew he was going to be in there, but still, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it leaves some surprise for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, his moves fucking sucked. I mean, yeah, and at least, you know, like, like it, the thing that's crazy, other than the movie, I think the thing that we were excited about the most is that Gogeta and Broly are now canon. Yeah. <laughs> and they went through the whole fucking roster of making, like, every form canon. Because <laughs> I, I actually, I, to, I think I told you about this, I can't remember if I did or not, but there's a guy in college in uh, my collision class. Mm-hmm. I made a bet with him. I was like, I was like, I'll make. A, I was like, I bet you right now that in the movie they're gonna fuse into Gogeta and he's gonna be base form, and then he's gonna turn Super Saiyan and then he's gonna turn blue and they're all gonna be canon at that point. And he's like, Nah, man. I was like, How much you gonna bet? I was like, I was like twenty bucks. He's like, All right. Okay. After we went and saw the movie and everything, I went back and, like the next day at college. I was like, Where my fucking twenty dollars at? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm going to go ahead and apologize, everyone. We are, like, in a thunderstorm right now. Oh, yeah. So if you, you will, hear any... You will probably hear thunder. Yeah, any rumbling, anything sort of like that. There is a quite of uh, angry sky outside. Yeah, uh, it's not shit kicks from cars going kachiga, <laughs> but uh, it's actual thunder. <laughs> but, so, one thing I wanted to say was, okay, so, like, to me, the absolute golden era... Of Dragon Ball games was probably like the PS2 era, yeah. Because that's when all like that's when we started getting like Budokai and Budokai Tenkaichi and everything mm-hmm. else. And I'd say one of the biggest things that's kind of messed up Dragon Ball games, and not just Dragon Ball games in my opinion, but anime games in general, mm-hmm. was Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. That is the one sole offender of why I feel like anime games are so fucking boring now. Because they were the first ones to have the basic basic ass anime 3D arena combat. Oh, uh, were they? Yes. I thought they actually had like combos and shit. No, no. I no, mean, but, just but, think but about this. But wasn't there one of them that actually had like good combos and everything like that? I think, but I can't really remember because it's been a while since I played. I think I played like maybe the first one. But like my thing is, <clears throat> like, I mean, here, here's a prime example. Kakarot was made by the same people that made that. Yeah. That gives you an idea. Mm-hmm. And like like those like Cyber Connect too, they make great cutscenes and stuff, and like really catch the spectacle and stuff. But the thing is, their games are fucking boring to play. 
And so, and then you have Xenoverse 2, where it's like, Xenoverse and Xenoverse 2, where it's like, and this actually has a, a somewhat fleshed out combat system. Yeah. And it's fun to do the combat, but they don't catch the spectacle very well. No, they That's don't. That's like, the like, like best example I can give is if anybody has played Xenoverse 2 and you've played as Blue Gogeta or used this move in the game, his, uh, was it like Stardust Fall or whatever? The little, like, little blue beams he shoots out. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where, where he, it's kind of, like, scrunched up and he has, like, his hands for it. It's like he's like, stop! Yeah. Don't, like, don't in Xenoverse it. 2, it looks pathetic. But in it the does. movie, it's it looks sick. fucking awesome. Because he's just, like, fucking up in the air. He's just fucking screaming and then just shoots this huge fucking thing of blue beams down on Broly. Like, why can't it look that cool? Yeah. <laughs> now, now, one thing I will say, I did like his, I did like his ultimate, though. The one uh, where yeah, he just, yeah. like, threw an absolute fucking volley of blast. That, that's still, like, one of my favorite ultimates, in my opinion. I mean, granted, there's yeah, not a lot just, going what on. What they were trying to make it... Didn't work. It didn't work because it was supposed to be the whole little Soul Punisher thing that he mm-hmm. did in the movie. But, like, the thing is, it doesn't look good enough. Uh, which, I mean, Fighters just took up that challenge and made it very well. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, all of his moves actually look like they did in the movie. So, I mean... <laughs> did they ever add that move to Xenoverse 2 where he, like, crossed his arms and then, like, have, like, that big pillar? I think they come? did, but it's, uh, it's only on base Gogeta. Yeah, it's so fucking dumb, I know. <laughs> <That's stupid. laughs> it's not even on Black Gogeta. It's so stupid. I think they might. They made, I don't know if they made like another variation of Blue Gogeta with it on there or not, but I know Base Vegeta has. Uh, Base Gogeta has it. So. That's, that's so dumb. <laughs> but so my biggest my biggest thing is, I didn't pay attention to who was developing it. Um. Budokai Tenkaichi 4. I don't even think they really showed anything. Like, I think that they might have had it in the, like, the ending. I don't think they did. I just think they had a date. A, they didn't have a no, date. No, not even a date. They were yeah. just like, hey, Budokai Tenkaichi 4. Yeah, like, I just hope that, one, one I hope that Dimps isn't making it. And two, I hope that CyberConnect 2 isn't making it. Yeah. Because... I mean, if Cyber Connect 2 makes it, it'll look good. But it'll play like shit. It'll be boring as fuck, and it'll be like playing Jump Force all over again. Yeah, I I can't, like, other than the fact that I just don't watch as much anime as you have, well, I I say that I went through that whole thing. Well, we've we've watched different animes, to be fair. Yeah. We probably watched either the same amount, or you've probably watched more than me. But we just watched different ones. Because yeah, I know I went through that phase where I just watched anime just to watch anime. Yeah. And I've watched everything that I could find. I, I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> but it was like, I, I used to think anime was kind of dumb, except for like, you know, like, like Shonen Jump animes. And then like, I went over to a buddy's house and I watched Berserk, like, like the movies and everything. I'm like, I'm missing out. <laughs> and, and so I, I got on this binge for like a solid year and a half almost. I would just watch random fucking animes. Like, I mean, just random. And I would watch them from start to finish, just like I would binge them. And I would be like, this anime kind of sucks, or this anime is kind of good, but I would just watch anime. Whether, and like some of it would just be obscure shit, because there's so much anime out there. Like, like it's, like it's insane to think about, because like I, that's whenever uh, Kiss anime was still, you know, good. Yeah. And they weren't full of, you know, like viruses and shit, and then it's unusable now. 
But whenever it was good, I would just sometimes I would just like click random and just see what would happen. Yeah. If it looked like something I would like, I would just read the synopsis. If it was something I thought was cool, I'd watch it. Yeah. And there were a couple of anime that I watched where I, I wish I could remember the name because they were actually pretty cool. But I, I, I kind of grew. I kind of did this thing like how I did with Slipknot and Five Finger Death Punch called growing up, <laughs> and <laughs> and I it just doesn't appeal to me the same way. Like, like the and the only parts of Dragon Ball I even enjoy watching anymore are just the fights. Yeah, the fights, and of course the movies. The movies are always going to be good, but I just like watching the fights. That's how I always knew what was happening. And if something random like obscure happened, I'd be like, "How did that happen?" And then I would just look that up specifically. But I would just watch the fights, and that would literally be it. Because I watched all of Super as it came out, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean Super's good yeah uh it's not as good as z in my opinion by a long shot <laughs> uh but it has some good moments uh but it's just it kind of sucks that super is kind of overwhelmed by the uh obs- like obscene amount of filler that it, mm-hmm. <laughs> that it has in it like holy shit like <laughs> yeah, I, you know this is this is a fairly hot take but i think the whole black and zamasu arc is trash i did not enjoy any of it I did not like it. I did not like them as villains. There was nothing about it that that entertained me in the least bit. One of one of my like biggest complaints with it, honestly, is just the fact that I feel like they went through a really fucked up and convoluted way of just making an evil Goku. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, I mean, cause to me, and you know, I'm not even saying this is what people call Vegetard. I'm just like, oh, wow, another Goku. I mean, I mean, that, that's... It's like, I mean, so Turles isn't canon, of course. No. But, like, it's just, like, they, it just feels like they made a really convoluted story and everything like that just because they wanted an evil Goku. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it works, but I mean, does he look cool? Yeah, I mean, but but it was I mean, Rose cool? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's just like, yeah, eh. eh. like then I will say that that shit has some dope fights. It has some dope moments. The yeah. whole scythe thing, yeah, it's fucking cool. <laughs> that was new. <laughs> but I don't like Trunks's redesign. I fucking hate it. Oh no, he needs a purple hair back. I fucking hate his redesign. And it's he's sim- a different fucking jacket too. While it's he's such it. a simple. It's like two simple changes, and I don't like. And to me, it also seemed like they changed a lot of his personality. Yeah. Well, I I, I say that. But, like, if I'm not mistaken, didn't, like, whenever this version of Future Trunks come back and he saw, like, actual Goku, he was just like, you're catching hands. Like, immediately. He just, like, started attacking Goku. Did he not? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, you you say this version, but it's actually still Trunks from Z. Yeah, but (laughs) I I just, to me, his personality is different, except for that regard. Yeah. Because, like, 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 Cell Trunks... He would give you the fucking heat. Yeah. You didn't even have to ask for it. He would just give it to you. I mean, that was that was. Very... I mean, he literally has a move called Heat Dome Attack. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, I mean the, the, the best example is whenever, like, he pulled up on Frieza and everything. And he, like, let Frieza's dad hold the sword. And he's like, oh, impressive. And then he's just like, fuck both of y'all. Pink, pink. There you go. <laughs> there, there, there's, like... There, there's two impressive people that are that that were menaces to society and the galaxies. <laughs> you sound yeah. like you had so much trouble saying that. <laughs> I, I, I shouldn't have. Menaces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just they, they were just 
a danger to society and the galaxy. And then this one guy shows up and he's just like, bing bong, there you go. And then like, they're fuck no, you like, yeah, pretty much. Fuck y'all's life. And that's pretty much what it was. And I, I don't know, man. Which, you know, I wonder if they, if they do include a shit ton of people in, um, Budokai Tenkaichi 4, do you think they're going to have like all the variations of everybody? Uh, well, I mean, Budokai Tenkaichi 3 did. And, I mean, if, if they're going to make a Budokai Tenkaichi 4, I would hope they make a character roster that's... As expansive as possible. Yeah. As, oh, it has to be more expansive, because there's way more shit out. Yeah, so. and, like, I mean, you had different versions of characters and stuff like that, too, and everything. Like, I mean, because it worked, it worked like Raging Blast did, where it's like, okay, you can pick Goku, right? Yeah. But then you can also pick, like, when you click on Goku, you have, yeah, like, like... different sagas of Goku. Yeah, you have the different sagas and, like, his transformations and everything that you can choose for him to be. Or you can just pick base and then transform in the middle of the fight. As <laughs> I mean, which I hope they bring back, because that, that shit was dope. Oh, it like, was. Like, you can sit there and be fighting somebody, and all of a sudden you can just be like, hey, you know what? I want a power boost, and just, nah. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had a game. A Dragon Ball game. I mean, I say this, but I mean, Xenoverse 2 technically, Xenoverse and Xenoverse 2 technically had it, but a game where you could transform into different transformations mid-battle. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could only transform into one, though, in Xenoverse and Xenoverse 2. But, like, in Budokai Tenkaichi and, like, Raging Blast and everything, and even Budokai, like the Budokai series and everything, you could transform... Through every transformation of a character, yeah, you could you could you could start as first form Frieza and transform each step all the way up to fall, like full power. Yeah, and I thought that was really fucking cool. Yeah, and like and one thing that I really liked about it is that of course whenever he transformed, their whole move set changed, like everything about him changed. Yeah, and I mean like uh, I, one of the craziest things I can tell you right now is like uh, so Elijah. Whenever I first got him into like uh, like Xenoverse and stuff like that, mm-hmm. he hadn't he never played like Raging Blast or Budokai Tenkaichi or Budokai or anything like that, right? Yeah. So whenever I had my PlayStation Three over at Jacobs at one time, and we were, I was like, "You want to try this? You want to play Raging Blast?" He was like, "Sure." We started playing it, and he like when we started playing, he was like, "Wait, I can just transform?" I was like, "Yeah." And he just sat there for like five minutes, just going through all the transformations. He was <laughs> like, "This is so fucking cool." <laughs> And then he also got hit with that bullshit because we were like we were doing some themed fights. Yeah. And so one of them was like the Saiyan Saga fight. Mm-hmm. So he had like three Cybermen, Nappa and Vegeta, that had like Krillin, Gohan, and all that. And <laughs> he got hit with some solid bullshit. I'm not gonna lie because he accidentally made one of the uh, story events in a fight proc. Yeah. To where, like, Goku gave Krillin the spirit bomb, and it hit Vegeta, and it's a guaranteed hit because it's a story proc, yeah. and it just one-shotted him. And he's like, what is this fucking bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> and that was another cool thing. Was, like, if you had certain characters in a fight, at, at the, at a, at the specific out. place, you could have story things happen in the fight, yeah. even though it's just, a, a like, a, a fight. It's not even in the story mode. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. I mean, I mean, fighters kind of did that in a way. Well, with the dramatic finishes. Yeah, like yeah. I, I really like how they did it. If you were like playing as Yamcha versus Nappa, 
It's like, was it Napa? Uh, woo. Yeah, that thunder going. Um, or we're like, if you beat him with with uh, Yamcha, I think with the spirit ball, like he would be laying down in the crater like Yamcha was. You know, yeah, you beat him with a heavy. That's how you do all of them. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, beat him with a heavy, and then like the Cyber, like basically he does something to Napa instead, and it, yeah, he lays in the crater instead of Yamcha, which that was cool. Like, yeah. Those cool little what if things. Like, yeah, the same thing with like the. Well, I like Blue Gogeta and Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta yeah. and everything. I thought that was pretty cool. But, like, I hope that Budokai Tenkaichi 4 brings what-if stuff back into a game. That would be f- nice. be fun. be great. Yeah. But I'm, with with the modern, with the way they do anime games, especially Dragon Ball games now, like, nowadays, it's like... I don't feel like it's going to have that big of a character roster. Half the things I, I hope are going to be in it are probably not going to be in it. They're probably going to be fucking DLC, if anything. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, here, pay 10 bucks, you get all these what-ifs. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's, and I don't like that. Like, I don't either. I, I liked it whenever games came out, you know, complete and full. Yeah, but... And... Did I ever say? Yeah, I said I hope Dimps isn't making. I hope Cyber Connect Two isn't making it. Yeah, and I really don't know who would make it. That would make it. I mean, who good. made the OG Budokai Tenkaichi? I don't even remember. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking remember either. But there's there's a lot of. I feel like there's a lot of a lot of shit riding on it, and. That's just because they gave it the name. Yeah. You get, like, you don't just, like, they, if, if you give the game a name that we already know from when we were kids or younger, depending on how old some people are and everything, and we know the quality that we got with those games back then, and you give it the same name as that, you need to either make it just as good yeah. or better. Yeah. And I, I, do, I just don't know if it's going to happen. And I'm really on the fence about it, man. Yeah, I really don't know what's going to happen with it. I'm I'm in the same boat you are. I'm kind of on the fence. I don't know if it's going to be worth it. I don't know if it's going to be good or not. Because I... I don't want to blow... Because I guarantee that thing's going to be 70 bucks at launch. I don't want to blow $70 on something that I'm not even going to enjoy. And another another big thing that I'm worried about... The reason why I feel like it's going to be a lot different than the other Budokai Tenkaichi's is online. Yeah. Because, you know, back when they were coming out, we didn't really have online. They were pretty much just single-player games slash co-op games you played. And, you know, that was, that was fun. Yeah, that was great. It yeah. was fantastic. Because they, but, didn't, they didn't have to worry about all the extra bullshit. But nowadays... They're going to stick online in it. And exactly. there's going to be, like, casual and ranked fights, probably. And I don't fucking want that. And then you're also going to have the problems of this character's got something that's too overpowered. Please nerf. And then it's going to get nerfed. And then you just got to gotta constantly deal with... And if you don't even play the game online, you suffer just because of a, of a gaming I'm, climate you don't even take part in. Yeah, you're, you're going <laughs> to suffer from such a small percentile of people. Yeah, that that that's the thing that really ruins a lot of gaming for a lot of people is that their game 
is being controlled by such a small populace. Yeah. Like, and whenever I say this, I literally mean by... To me, one of the biggest offenders is Call of Duty. And, like, Call of Duty will have... Like, my Modern Warfare 2, whenever it first released, like, like modern, like... Like, this day and age is Modern Warfare 2. Yeah, the new one. Yeah, the new one. I, I still liked it and everything, but I knew, and I, I fucking knew it, that we were going to... Well, it's not like that we could even do anything, but the game was going to get dictated by, like, a thousand people. Yeah. And that was it. I mean... It, it, it fucking blows, in my opinion, because you have, like, a million people. Or more than that, like, I don't know how many are still playing it, but I'm just going to use this example. Like, you have a million people that are playing the game, loving it as it is, but then you have that small a thousand... Of sweats. That, of sweats that complain. They're going to be sweats and streamers and pro gamers, pro gamers, <laughs> and, and hard quotes here that complain about something so minuscule. Also, Siege is a big offender of it. Yeah. And it just... I'd even say For Honor is, too. Yeah, For Honor is getting pretty bad about it and everything. But it's just... I don't like my gaming experience ruined by such a small percentage of people. Yeah, I mean, just it's like the same thing with Elden Ring, too. Yeah. Because, like, you have people that, like, complain that... Their stupid ass, stupid fucking build is getting whacked by this one weapon, nerfed this weapon, so that they can keep doing their stupid bullshit. Yeah. And then their stupid bullshit gets nerfed, and then they get pissed. Like, it <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I I agree because like, now there were some things at launch that did needed to be touched on. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like Rivers of Blood, it was almost unusable. And then whenever they finally fixed scaling, it was too powerful. Yeah. It was too powerful. And now that it's nerfed, people are bitching about it. But they're not going to rebuff that for PvP because now they have the, um, they have it to where shit works different in PvP versus PvE, thank God. Yeah. But, um... Which is a welcome change. <laughs> it really is. It really fucking is. But, like, like, things that could, that shouldn't have been nerfed got nerfed, and things that shouldn't have been buffed got buffed. Yeah, like, like, sword, like of, a, sword of Night and Flame. This most recent patch even buffed Katanas. I think it nerfed their damage range. Well, shit, did it need it? No. Katanas didn't fucking need it. One thing that they did buff that I'm experimenting with heavily, and I'm getting really good results out of it, are your grab attacks. And that's lit. Do you know how many grab attacks are in the game? Lifesteal Fist. And, uh... Inescapable Frenzy. Yeah. Though, if I'm not mistaken, those are the only two in the game. They are fucking powerful. <laughs> like, I mean powerful, Caleb. Like, you don't understand. Like, Life Steel Fist, if they have 75% health, they're dead. Inescapable Frenzy, if they are missing 20 health, they are fucking dead. But the thing is... The thing that I like about it is that people still play like it's not a problem. When in fact, it is a fucking problem. Because if because I've realized something. You have a lot of hyper armor while you're doing that. And I didn't realize that. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to challenge this. And I fucking did, and I would always win. I have not lost a single challenge yet. Except to like an Ultra Grace, which you're going to lose a challenge with that, being a light weapon. But if someone comes up in there doing... I don't know if you've seen it doing like that fucking Stormhawk Ash of War where you spin 
your weapon a bunch and everything. Because if you get caught in it, you're stuck in it. Yeah, you got hit by it. Yeah. Yeah, you got hit by it. You're stuck in it. Yeah, you I couldn't do ab- shit. Yeah, you're absolutely stuck in it. I was literally too tapped because of their bleed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got, and also they nerfed a, like a lot of the bleed buffing stuff, which I'm thankful they did that. Like Vari's mask, no, you, you're they they nerfed that. I didn't wear that anyway. Oh well, yeah, but like other people would for PvP. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I would challenge it and I would come out on top and they'd be looking like a fucking idiot because they'd be <laughs> dead. And guess what? My health is full because of life still fist. <laughs> It's it's great and inescapable frenzy is brutal and I fucking love it because <laughs> you grab them and you do. Have you ever seen anyone do inescapable frenzy? That's what I was thinking. So for you view or listeners, you you grab them by the sides of their head and you do a penance stare. <laughs> Basically, and, yeah. and they just straight and like like I said, if they're missing like a small amount of health, they're fucking dead <laughs> because the amount of damage it does is insane. And then you and then I think madness is always guaranteed to proc in that. The madness proc is what gets them. And so they'll die, like, like like scratching at their eyes, like, looking up at the sky, and it's just fucking brutal. And, and I love it, because, I mean... But at the same time, if you get hit with that, you're shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, it's like a... Hey, I saw somebody uh, use it uh, only, like, as their only attack against Gideon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's whenever it was broken. Used that Because that, that move used to be really broken. But it was still shit to hit with. Yeah. Because, like, with Gideon, you can just walk up on him and just be like, hi. And then he just dies. But, yeah, they they nerfed that a little bit because it was insanely broken. Yeah. It, if you grad with it, but the chances of you getting grad with it were so slim. Like, I've had people spam that at me in PvP, and it never fucking worked. It never did. That's also, like, I don't understand how many people got, like, if you get hit by the Sword of Night and Flame, you are absolute shit yeah because okay they shot the beam at you that could have killed you yeah roll yeah, it, it only lo- it only goes once you do it and it starts firing it's stuck in that direction it doesn't move yeah the, yeah I mean the fire yeah it has a big wide hitbox but, but it's it also, one hitbox but it also does travel really fucking far it does yes. that, that's one thing that'll catch some people is that it travels really fucking far but my thing is like it's one hitbox too exactly and so roll towards them because like, like even your opponent is still stuck in the animation a little bit yeah because like they have to worry about their recovery frames but, I mean, just dodge into it. Now, yeah. now the beam, no, don't dodge into that. You'll get fucking hit. Yeah, no, that, that has multiple hitboxes. Just move two inches to the right or to the left. Yeah. And you're scot-free. But, like, I mean, most of the kills I got with it in PvP, whenever we played, like... Purely, back... They were all surprise attacks. Yeah, like, I just... I just... Like, cause like the one guy we got in Landale, I got him right when he came through a doorway. Yeah. So I started firing it up and he comes through and I'm just yeah, one tapping. But then like the other guy I got with the fire, it was in like fucking Liernia and we were fighting him in the middle of the water shit. Yeah. And I just walked up. I was like, huh? And then just did it. And he got hit by it. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, how do you manage to let yourself get hit by this? <laughs> It's like the same thing with the grabs. How do you manage to let yourself get hit by this? I, now, I, I do feel bad for one guy that I killed with it because apparently that thing has like, um, has like, what's his name? Marth? Has like, has like, like OG Smash Bros. like Marth grab range. 
because he pulled and he was and he was like from me to you and I like stuck my hand out and he was just like Voop, and just like, got, like got zoomed in on my hand and I'm just like give me a kiss and he just fucking died I'm like I'm sorry bro that shouldn't have happened it's like I'll wholeheartedly admit you should have not been caught by that but you fucking did so I mean I mean if you want to hate if you want to send me hate mail I understand because that shouldn't have grabbed like it had the power of fucking Marth, and it did. And I was like, okay. I mean, I got my dub. <laughs> was it dirty? Fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> like that one time I, I fucking dark-handed somebody through Wrath of the Gods, and I still do not understand how I, how I managed to do that. It had to have been such perfect timing that I got hit by it at the exact same time I was grabbing them with it. And that dude just got... To me, I like that animation more. Because, like, you just, like, grabbed them by their throat and, like, put them on the ground. This one, you just, like, stare at them intently then just, like, kind of push them on the ground. But, yeah, it was fucking brutal. I loved it. <laughs> I, that, that's, like, a core memory for me in PvP. It's just, <laughs> just doing that. I'm like, all right. I'll never do this again. And I never did. Because, trust me, I kept fishing for that fucker. And it never worked again. I died many a times from gravity because of that bullshit. But... But, uh, yeah, the, I think we got off topic yeah. again in another episode. Who would have thought? <laughs> but, but, I mean, but it, it's still, like, what we were talking about still kind of pertained to it. It's just, I, I don't want there to be an online presence there's, at all. I, there's going to be, but I, I want it to have a battle system similar to the old games. Yeah, I, I do. I and, and that, like, honestly, that battle system doesn't really lend itself well to a multiplayer aspect. Uh, to me, I feel the same way about Xenoverse. Like, to me, the multiplayer, like, like co-op, yes. Co-op is fantastic. Yeah. But to me, the whole PvP aspect, I it, it didn't work right. Kind of like, to me, Jump Force shouldn't have had PvP. And, and Jump Force we, shouldn't have existed. That's what... <laughs> no, it shouldn't have. But uh, it, that that's just a prime example of a game. Like that's one of my biggest worries too. Is that like Jump Force happened, trying to be a new J Star's Victory Versus. And uh, yeah, we saw that happen. And then you can't even buy the fucking game anymore. No, you can't. And then you have, um, like if like Budokai Tenkaichi Four is going to try to be like the new Budokai Tenkaichi, is it going to be just as bad as Jump Force was trying to be to the new J Stars? Well, well, one thing we like, have to look at is that J Stars was so niche. Yeah, but it was small, so good. It was, but it's such a small percentage of people played it, and then all of a sudden you have this person trying to trying to. It, to me, Jump Force was the Dragon Ball evolution to J Stars. <laughs> It was. It was like somebody didn't do their homework. They saw a basic concept and tried to run with it. <laughs> and it failed so bad. It failed so bad. <laughs> I don't even know if that game is like still hopping online or not. What? The Jump Force. There is no online. And there isn't? Like they shut down the servers? Everything is dead for it, dude. Uh, Everything. Because I remember, like... Dude, the servers got shut down, like, two years ago. Oh, they did? Yes. I thought they were still going. No. Oh. No, no, that game is dead, dead. Oh. If you If you want to play that game, you better hope someone has a hard copy. No, I have it on digital. Yeah, I mean, or unless you have it on digital. But, like, I'm saying, like, like, like if someone else wants to try and play, they're not going to be able to unless they can find a hard copy. Yeah. 
I mean, like I said, you can't buy the game. You can't buy the DLC. You can't do shit with that game. Like, yeah. at all. Like, to me, I, I don't understand the reason behind just completely shutting everything down. I don't know. To me, yeah, there's servers. Yeah, you can shut that down. But why make it completely unavailable? Like, to the point you couldn't even buy the game nor the DLC. I don't know. I think they were trying to get rid of that stain. Probably. But, I mean, they'll... And to me, they've been forgotten by a lot of people, but I'll always remember it because it was just such a cheap clone of J-Stars. And, and me and Caleb definitely, we, we, we fall into the niche and small group of people that have actually played that game and enjoyed it. I actually wouldn't mind finding a copy of it again and playing it again. Yeah, because the game was fun as shit. Yeah. We, I, I don't know, I think you could buy a digital copy. Can I, you? I have never looked. I haven't either, honestly. Oh, fuck, let me go do that. <laughs> But it's just, it's a bag of worms with anime games, man. And, like, really the only anime games I'm even worried about playing ever is just Dragon Ball games, just because it's Dragon Ball. To me, Dragon Ball games are the only okay anime games nowadays. Because, I mean, Dragon Ball is the pinnacle fighting anime, in my opinion. And, like, you know, some people, you know, might have a different opinion on what the pinnacle fighting anime is, but, I mean, can you think of another anime off the top of your head that could be more pinnacle fighting than... Freaking Dragon Ball? No. I mean, shit. <laughs> no one knows how to do one right. No one does. Like, like the... I mean, yeah, you got, like, you know, you got Yu Yu, Yu Hakusho and stuff like that, but I'd still say Dragon Ball's still more of a pinnacle fighting anime than Yu Yu Hakusho stuff is. Yeah. A lot of people might hate me for saying that right now, but I don't care. It's my opinion. And opinions can't be fact. <laughs> so, therefore, if your opinion is different... It cannot be fact. <laughs> so, yeah. Because, I mean, shit. I mean, I've been playing Dragon Ball games since... Fuck, I can remember. Like, <laughs> My very first one was Budokai Tenkaichi. And that was, like, I was a child yeah. playing that. Because, like... Because, like, if it wasn't for that game, I wouldn't know... Well, I mean, I, I mean eventually I would have found something Dragon Ball media-wise and liked it. But, like... I had no idea what the fuck it was. I just saw Dragon Ball Budokai Tenkaichi as like a 9 or 10 year old. I'm like, this looks cool. I'm going to go home and try it. And guess what? I fucking loved it. I didn't know who the fuck anybody was. I didn't at all. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Who's this guy? Who is this guy? And But I mean, I ended up liking it. You know what's funny is that nothing like that will probably ever happen again in the history of mankind. No. Because everybody and their mother knows what anime is now. And yeah. knows what Dragon Ball is. Yeah, to me... I, I don't, I'm going to sound hipstery here, but to me, I like it when I enjoy things that are... Rel- I wouldn't even say relatively unknown, but just not popular yet. Like, I just enjoy that. Because to me... Because then you don't have them trying... Them trying to like pander to the like to the large audience, and the large audience is quite frankly retarded <laughs> in a lot of situations. They they really are, because like there will be things that'll be said and done about the games that we love. We're like, why is this an issue? It's like we're not complaining. Nobody we know is complaining about this, except for just like a literal small group of people, and everything. Like like to me the whole and like like one thing about it is like the rework of Tiandi that they did. Who's complaining about that? Like, like, the only people I can see complaining about that are Twitch streamers. Who gives a fuck about them? That's like 50 people. 
It's it's like why would you do something? Now, granted, there are still people who still love Tiandi and everything, but the fact that they changed one move made me stop playing the character entirely. I love that character. I was planning on maining that character for a while. No, I I, I gave up on him. My buddy that I play with online has has abandoned him just because he's unplayable now to us. Because the things that we used to love and do, now granted, I mean, you could say that we were repetitive, but I mean, it was still fun and everything, but it just completely ruined the character for us. Yeah. And it was such a simple thing that they changed. Like, so simple. All they did was just change how you did one move, but it still killed the flow. But, ugh. I, I remember trying to get back into it. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? <laughs> it, it's like, this doesn't work anymore. It, I mean, I mean, okay, okay, so. It's like the meme. The fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, it, I mean, to me, it's just like, you, do you want to know? And it's, and it's still simple to do the move. But at the same time, I compare it to this. Imagine if they changed it to where, how you do a heavy in fighters. You had to do a fucking pretzel input every time. Versus, you know, just doing it. That, to me, that's how I that's how I compare it to. Because used to, you just did it. Now you, it feels like I have to sit there and write the Declaration of Independence again just to figure out how to do it. It doesn't flow. It doesn't work. I hate it. They'll never change it because people are bitches. But... <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> and I'm one of the few people that likes the Yorm rework. I am. Other people don't. I mean, weren't there problems like people complaining about Shaolin's rework when it happened too? I don't think anybody was because I think Shaolin kind of needed some touch-ups. Yeah. Shaolin needed some fine-tuning. And he got it. I mean, because whenever I tried playing a Shaolin in PvP, I mean, people... I mean, and you tried it that one time, but people will read it. And I mean, people expect it at this point. Kind of like whenever I go into a, into a match with PvP, I mean, I, I know what to expect with a lot of people. So, I mean... Like, every time I was fighting Orochi, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I know what to expect. And they're not hard to counter. Yeah. I don't think I dedicated any time doing PvP in that game, though. Yeah, I think you did, what, one match of PvP? Yep, I've done one. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'm gonna stay at that. That game is a fucking bag of worms to get into if you try doing <laughs> PvP. But... It, it, it's, like, it's like trying to... It's like trying to play a chess match against the fucking AI. I mean, that's what it feels like. But, uh, yeah, so... I mean... I have some high hopes for Budokai Tenkaichi 4. I don't think I'm going to be buying it day one, probably, unless they release a bunch of stuff before it comes out to show it, you know? Yeah. And I feel like it'd be worth the money. Uh, but if they don't... I'll probably wait till after it's out and then, you know, see some stuff on it. Try to make sure it's what I would want out of it. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. That That's why I feel not really dumb, but I'm just kind of mad at myself for spending $60 on Kakarot. Knowing beforehand kind of what it had, and then just buying it anyway to see if I would like it anyway. I mean, I, I shouldn't have done that in the least bit. Because then, like, I, I took it back, and, you know, I, I got a whole 30 schmackos out of it. But, uh, yeah, I was, I should have known better. I should have paid more attention. I should have actually watched shit on it. A lot more shit. I mean, I enjoyed it, but it, it was very basic. 
Yeah, that, that that's that, the thing that, was that got me. my big complaint with it. Um, but other than that, I mean, the, I mean, shit was decent in it. Yeah. And you got to do some stuff that you didn't normally get to do in, you know, other Dragon Ball games, like little side story bits. That, yeah, like, like filler. Yeah. Not really filler, but like stuff that's important, but not as important as the main yeah. focus of Dragon Ball. I... I don't know what the direction of Dragon Ball games are going to be in the future. I really don't. I hope it's for the better, because honestly, I'd like them to move away from what they've done now. Honestly, I think they should... I I think they need to end eventually, like on a really high note. I I really do, because like, I can't... I can't think of a single thing that they haven't really done already. My thing is, dude... They're not... I, I... I, I know, I know they're not. They're they, gonna dude, keep... our grandkids are gonna be fucking playing Dragon Ball games. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, we're gonna be on our deathbeds, and they're gonna be releasing a new fucking Dragon Ball game. Like, it's... yeah, we're gonna get Xenoverse three on our deathbed. <laughs> but uh, I just there, there's. I think the only thing that really makes me want to play Budokai Tenkaichi four. Is strictly the nostalgia factor. That's it. Well, like, me, me, with me, it's it's partly that, but partly I'm hoping for another good Dragon Ball game. Yeah, because I mean, Xenoverse Two was good when it first came out, but then after it's been out for so long, it's just lost its luster for me. Yeah, and it's I, I see like the cracks mm-hmm. and the problems. And everything it's, else. It's like we, we, we don't ignore the problems anymore. No. I mean, because like whenever the game first came out, we ignored some of the problems and everything. Well, yeah, because I mean, like, what all did we have in terms of Dragon Ball games then? Nothing. Exactly. And it, <laughs> and, and it was hype because it was it was something because they, they took the formula of Xenoverse, which me and Kayla both loved, and then they expanded upon it. A de- like, I wouldn't say a whole lot, but a decent little they bit. They did. Like, the combo system was way better. Yeah, they, they expanded on that a decent little bit, and how characters worked and everything. And I like to say that I was actually really damn good at the game. I felt like I was, too. Because, I mean, like, whether I was playing co-op or PvP, whenever we would do PvP, which was rarely, but... Yeah. Like, I'd like to think I was pretty fucking good. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy playing the game, but after a while, we stopped ignoring the flaws. Yeah. And because the flaws were becoming so apparent. Yeah, especially that netcode. Goddamn. Yeah. That's another thing. If they put online a Bugai Tenkaichi 4, it's going to have a, a goddamn atrocious netcode. You know why? It's a Bundai game. Yeah. It's, <laughs> anytime Bundai releases a game, you're going to have two fucking problems with it. One, you're going to have an absolutely fucking abysmal netcode. Yeah. And two, you're going to have an absolutely abysmal fucking camera. Yeah. <laughs> Those are your two guarantees with a Bundai game. Yeah, that, that is very true. I mean, I find no fault in what he said. I don't know how they managed to do it, but <laughs> they have made cameras horrible. Like you'd just be playing a fucking like any but uh, do do me a favor. If you don't think you don't you know what I'm talking about, or you don't think you believe me, fire up any Bundai game you possibly have. Not a game published by Bundai, mind you, but a game that is made under Bundai, and then play it. And then tell me that you can go through an entire play session without ever having the camera be up in your ass or stuck on a wall or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's fucking atrocious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
one thing I'll say, and like, like you said, like, like Dark Souls hasn't always had the best camera work. No. But they've definitely gotten better with it. Like Elden Ring's camera work is pretty good, but it still has its flaws. That I oh, yeah. You still get backed made, up on a wall. Yeah. It's, it, to, it's, me, it's, to me, their whole autocorrect system for the camera, I don't like it. Because there will be times I'm trying to move my camera, and it feels like there's a resistance on my stick. Now, granted, there real there is no resistance on my stick, but with how slow in comparison to where and like to the re, like like relation of my thumb moving, it's awful. Like it feels like there's something pushing against my thumb as I do it, and I don't like that at all. Yeah, I don't like that at all. So like like with that game and a, and actually a bunch of other games that aren't shooters, I have to like I've gotten to the point to where I have their uh like the camera panning speed high. Yeah, because. I, to me, they're not playable unless it's. Well, of course it's playable, but to me, it's very. I don't know the word for it. I just it's uncomfortable to play it with a slow camera. Yeah, the uh, like so like in terms of what we like, we're gonna get our necessary evils with it. Mainly those two things I just said. But for one, I don't like. We don't even know when we're gonna get any info on it. Yeah, like we literally all we've gotten is a fucking teaser. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Tomorrow we could wake up to an actual trailer. Yeah, or you know, info. Yeah, at least, but we don't know. And until we know things, all we have is speculation, and the speculation isn't—it's very mixed for me. Yeah, because I can speculate. This is what I want, but I can also speculate. This is probably what I'm gonna get. Yeah, like, and then until we know something, it's gonna be that way, and it's not—that's not good. Because I'm afraid that if I speculate too much that, like, oh, it's probably going to be bad, then I'm going to have a stigma of it being bad before it even comes out. Yeah, to me, the only game that that, that I would say that me and you have had speculations on what we wanted that has actually been met was Elden Ring. Yeah. I think Elden Ring is literally the only game. Like, every other game that I'm Not like... Not only did my speculations be met... They were exceeded. Yes. They, they, they were massively exceeded. And a lot that that's an issue that I have with almost every fucking game that comes out that I'm excited for, or kind of excited for is that I'm like, I would really like this. Does it have it? No. I'd really like this. Does it have it? No. There's very few games that have come out recently that I've been actually excited for. God of War Ragnarok's one, of course, Elden Ring. Yeah. Like, and of course, I'm ready for Spider-Man whenever that decides to come out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm pretty excited for Final Fantasy 16, but like most oh, yeah. of the cookie-cutter open-world games coming out nowadays, I'm just like, I could do without. Yeah, like, I, I really... I'm really... I was nowhere close to even anywhere being considered hyped. For Horizon Forbidden West when it was coming out. Yeah. I completely, like, when it came out, I was just like, eh. And then, like, it just keeps going by, and I was like, eh. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> it could be free for PlayStation Plus, and I'll still be like, eh. <laughs> like, I didn't even beat the first game. I got bored, and I played other games that were coming out at the time. And, then, like, it, it got fucking sidelined by those other games, because those other games were more important to me. Yeah. And so I was just like, and then I never beat it. Didn't really, like, have that much fun with it. And then, so I was never excited for the second one. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. The only reason I got it is because I literally just got my PS5. Yeah. And I was excited to have, you know, like, actual PS5 games to play. Because, granted, there there wasn't shit. Because I think when I got mine, 
it was like like really all that I had to play PS5 wise was like the remastered Spider Man and then the Miles Morales. Yeah, I think that was it. And like shit, like yeah, I mean I didn't have a lot, but oh well. I mean, but just God. It's just like I mean, Resident Evil Four is out now too, and I'm like I'm, I wouldn't say I'm not excited, like not excited about it in a bad way. I'm just like I've seen stuff on it and everything like that, and it looks really fun. And I wouldn't mind trying it, but I don't want to pay the money for it right now. So, yeah, to me, <laughs> I guess it's I guess it's just with us being adults now. It's like it needs to be worth my money. It, exactly because like, I'm not, it, I'm, not it, a ki- it, I'm not a kid anymore. They can just ask my mom or dad or something like that. Can I please have? This, XYZ. this for whatever you know whether it be my birthday or something like that or christmas no i'm an adult that makes my own money yeah and i have to reasonably decide if whatever i want to spend my money on is worth my fucking money exactly it's <laughs> like it's like i know if i'm excited for a game if i'm willing to blow 70 bucks on it yeah like me me and you both Fucking Elden Ring pre-ordered without hesitation. Oh, oh, oh yeah! As soon as that shit opened, yeah. As like, soon as it came, as soon as it became available for pre-order, I'm like, there goes seventy bucks. Yeah, I did the same thing with God of War Ragnarok. Same thing here. <laughs> as soon as I had the chance to pre-order it, I fucking did. Yeah. And I fucking I hated looking at that countdown too. Goddamn, that shit, <laughs> that shit sucked. <laughs> I hate looking at the countdown of the game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just like I'm sitting there. Come on. Why can't it be today? Like, <laughs> it'll be like, yeah, God. Now I am probably gonna pre-order uh, uh, Jedi Survivor, just because I have high hopes for that. Yeah, everything's looking pretty good. And also, that. you also get the uh, cosmetic stuff. For uh, to me, too. that game is a wait for me. I'm not as excited about it. That game, I, I think the only like two games that I can think of that are coming out this year. That I that I know I'm going to pre-order whenever it comes out, or whenever it becomes available, it's going to be um, what Final Wait, Fantasy Sixteen. It's Final Fantasy Sixteen. I think Final Fantasy Sixteen is already available to pre-order. I think it is. I think it is. Well, that that's on my list for pre-order, but I'm not going to pre-order that until you know, like the week beforehand. Yeah. But um, I'm going to pre-order that. I know I am. And Baldur's Gate Three. What about Spider Man? Spider Man's never really been big on my list. For games. No, I mean, it's probably going to be good, but it depends on when it releases. Yeah, but... I mean, it's supposed to come out this year. I don't know, but they, they haven't posted anything that's being delayed, but they haven't said shit. But then again, because, like, like those those two games that I'm excited about and we're running out of time, they're separated by such a large gap. Yeah. Well, I, I say that, like, like uh, at least Final Fantasy sixteen and Baldur's Gate have, it, have like, a two-and-a-half-month release date difference. To me, I'm okay. More with than that, because I think Baldur's Gate Three doesn't come out on till PlayStation until I thought it was October. I think it's August. I think it's October, homie. I'd have to go back and look. I thought it was August, but uh, yeah, Final Fantasy Sixteen doesn't come out till June, and there and there's a difference, and there's like a relatively enough big difference. Oh yeah, and I'm also going to get the hell out of Wolverine. Yeah, whatever whatever that comes out, yeah, I'm going to get that, especially since but, it's been confirmed to have an M rating. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll cut this one up now, and. Uh, this has been another episode of Auto Save Disabled. As always, I'm your host, Caleb Center. This is me, Trevor King Thick. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Ciao.